Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, it's hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, we're going to talk to a mental coach. Russell Wilson Jr., the third's mental coach, is going to join us. I don't know if you guys need this, but keep in mind, if I would have said a couple of years ago an athlete had a mental coach, it would be a negative. Remember Rick Ankeel, who pitched for the Cardinals, and then all of a sudden he couldn't find the plate? And then he went to sports psychologist. And then he went to the outfield, too, and actually became successful as an outfielder. But having a mental coach and the fact that Trevor Moad, he has uh, written a book. It calls, uh, it's called It Takes What It Takes. He's going to join us in a little bit. And my big curiosity with Russell Wilson is he throws that interception in the Super Bowl. He's going to win his sec- second Super Bowl, which cements you as a Hall of Famer. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame anyway. But he throws that interception. How do you come back from that? And that's what I, I'm, that's my big question with Trevor when he comes in to ask him about how do you teach, and he's worked with Jadavian Clowney and Odell Beckham Jr. and you know quite a few athletes here. When you're trying to have them come back from something, how do you start to rebuild that? You know, he'll join us coming up a little bit. And he might be able to help the Danettes. You guys okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Would he? Do you think he would ask us like a, a, a lot, like a series of baseline questions, or? I don't know how. I don't know what the approach is, where he sort of figures out who you are and how he can help you. Yes, he is. This those things like uh, he just says cat or dog. Yeah, you say dog. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> you're going to be a murderer. <laughs> what? Todd, are you okay with the mental coach coming in? 
I am, but I'm concerned that he's going to get something out of me that uh, is even beyond what I already am comfortable revealing over the years. You reveal everything. But he may, yeah, but I reveal stuff, but he's going to analyze it and come up with something that's going to be disturbing to myself and the rest of us. Do you think that he could make you confident enough to get back on stage and do stand-up at the Super Bowl? I I think he, I don't know about Super Bowl, that's just a few days away, but I think he can Yeah, because you take a long time to get your material <laughs> together, right? Like all those other stops that you didn't take any I'm time I'm concerned he's going to start trying to analyze dreams <laughs> in my notebook and stuff like that. Ooh, I'd like for him to look at your notebook. Oh, that, good, nothing oh, good can come at Because that is creepy. You know what? Let me see if uh, Trevor can make you funny. That, that'll be oh, his goal. so unnecessary. That's, that, that's his goal. Can you make him funny? That's just plain mean. All right. Yes, McLovin. I have a lot of concerns here, but my, my fear is like I was never able to play basketball in front of other people. I always, I always got nervous in front of crowds. Really? Yeah, didn't you? No. Not at all? In high school, when no. the crowd was there, no. you didn't tighten up. No, never. College? Uh, if I got to play, I might have been unnerved, but no. I, I was more nervous that there, was, there were so many people in the stands when I was in college on the team and not playing. <laughs> you know? yes, I would nearly throw up just before every AUAA game. That's how uncomfortable <laughs> I get. And there's not even a live crowd there. <laughs> Yeah, Paul. When you're out in the middle of a forest with a bow and arrow and no one's around, it's really relaxing. Yeah, that's Paulie's sport. Yeah. Archery. It's funny that McLovin revealed that because if you look at our show, I would say that McLovin's probably the most confident person on air, not including you, Dan, on this side of the glass, hmm. where he could take shots at athletes and do things that maybe the rest of us would pump the brakes on. And I, I was surprised to hear that he was not comfortable in front of a crowd. I was really insecure doing SportsCenter for quite a while because I didn't think I... You don't know if you've mastered it. You don't know if you're great at it in your own mind. And then, you know, it used to bother me because I would just, I never thought that it was great. And, you know, I eventually figured it out. But there, there was a long time where you sort of dreaded doing sports center. As much as I enjoyed it, I, I would dread it before we started. And then once we got into it, then I, I was fine. But you just want it, and then you get some publicity, and then you want to live up to the hype, and then you go, I don't know if I can live up to the hype here. Yeah, McClellan. Is some of that good, though? Does that push you to be better? I always like that nervous energy. Uh, I'd have that before handing out the Super Bowl trophy because it's chaos, and you got to get it right, and it's the largest audience you'll ever be in front of, uh, over 100 million people watching. And your goal is that they don't remember really anything you've done but, but that's okay, because it went along smoothly. And if you look back on those moments when I was up there, there's always been something that went on. Every one of those Super Bowl trophies I can think of. Um, the Giants won. Remember Eli? He won the Super Bowl MVP, and he had this beautiful black Corvette. But he had a Toyota deal, and I was trying to hand him the keys up on the podium on live TV, and he wouldn't accept them. He walked off the podium, and I had to yell at him to come back up and get the keys. Then you had the Steelers and the Cardinals in the Super Bowl, and I didn't know who the MVP was because nobody told me, and I'm yelling to anybody who will hear. I think that Ben got up there. Roethlisberger got up there and thought he was the MVP. Can you imagine if you went the other way and just gave it to Ben because you thought you, that would be... You know, you know what would happen there. Yeah, could have been a little bit awkward. Ben, 
I'm going to have to have that back. Uh, Santonio Holmes is your MVP. I'd have been like Steve Harvey in the Miss Universe or whatever that was. What was the other one? Um, the Eagles with Jeffrey Laurie, and he grabbed the microphone out of my hand. Um, Kevin Hart. Remember Kevin Hart trying to get on the st- on the podium? He's like yelling, screaming. And I, you know, I'm seeing all this unfold. I'm going, uh, can somebody get Kevin Hart here and keep him, uh, keep him off the podium here? I don't think he's in good shape. All right, eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Zion Williamson's debut for a while there, it was pretty boring, pretty slow, and then all of a sudden, boom, magic. That was special, special fourth quarter, and what he did in that amount of time and doing it in a variety of ways, shooting the three couple of assists, but you kept him out, you know, kept him out in those final minutes because you had a, you know, minutes limit. And I'm, I'm fine with that because I want him to be great in April, healthy in April. He can be, you know, you know we can see the, the glimpses, the signs of greatness now. That's, that's fine. I just want to make sure that he's paid. You got to protect him from himself. Here's Zion asked after the game about having to come out of the game. How difficult was it when you kind of found that rhythm to not be able to, to stay in, knowing that long-term it may have been a better decision? Uh, it's very hard. You know, I'm 19, honestly. In that moment, I'm not thinking about longevity. I'm thinking about winning that game. So it's very, it was very tough. He did some damage, though, but he didn't do it like he thought he was going to with dunks and uh, got a game coming up with the Nuggets. And we're wondering about back-to-back games. At any point, do they hold him out of uh, the first game to play in the second game? If that means it's a marquee matchup with the Lakers or the Bucks, I'm wondering about that. We're taking the Dan Patrick Show to Miami for the big game. And if you'd like to join us, we've done this a couple of times. And the audience in Houston was awesome. Atlanta was awesome. And uh, if you'd like to join us in Miami, you can. Tickets are free. Go online. We'll be there Monday through Friday. All the details there. Go to Dan in my, uh, daninmia.com, daninmia.com to arrange for your free tickets to the DP show in Miami. So Dan in capital letters, mia.com for free tickets. McLovin, the poll question, we going to stay with that one? Uh, it's really close. Okay. Now it's 53% would rather be Dan Marino than Eli Manning. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, Paulie is pushing or mentioned, whose career would you want, Zion or Eli? And to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. Like, they could be more opposite, one on his first day, one on his last day in different sports. But it is interesting. But you know what you got with Eli Manning. You have no idea what you have with Zion Williamson. I think that's what Paulie is alluding to. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. Also, even though the NFL is much bigger in our country, nobody overseas knows who the hell Eli Manning is. But Zion's famous worldwide probably already. I don't know if he's a worldwide name yet. But he's soon on his way to being that. It's just a guarantee by playing in the NBA. You're a worldwide athlete, not an American athlete. And Eli is not suffering. He's got two Super Bowl rings, of course. And he is the highest paid player in league history. Second on the list is his brother, Peyton Manning. Now, granted, that's going to change dramatically once you get these contracts with Mahomes. Once Mahomes has this contract and then the next contract... He's going to make a half a billion dollars. Dak Prescott's going to make his money. Deshaun Watson's going to make his money. Yes, he. Eli would be right around the like seventh highest paid NBA player of all time. 
He would be right between Carmelo Anthony and Dirk Nowitzki. Hmm. And is KG still number one? KG is number one, yeah. Well, how, how close is LeBron there? Uh, LeBron is three. And two is? You want to guess? Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah. Kobayashi. Yeah. He's at three. Uh, four is a, is a good one. Five is kind of surprising, actually. Still playing? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, five is still playing. Four yeah. is not. Four is not. Five. Five is still playing. Four is making more money doing other things anyway. Shaq, Dan Patrick, shut the hell up. Yeah. Um, is Shaq going to be at the Super Bowl, Todd? I think he's having some kind of party. We've been trying to see what his schedule looks like if he can do something with us. But, oh, okay. Uh, he's supposed to be down there at some point. All right, so fifth on the all-time list, and they're still playing. Hmm. 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 Mello is what? Mello was uh, seventh. Seventh. I'm trying to think who's uh, older still playing. Been bouncing around lately. Does he play for the... Not Jimmy Butler. The 76ers. No. Okay. Yes, McLovin. Bouncing around makes me think that he's currently a Laker. No. Not Dwight Howard? (laughs) No, Dwight Howard's up there, That's pretty good, though. That's a great guess. Bouncing around... Alan Crabb. <laughs> <laughs> All else fails. I have Dwight Howard as nine on that Okay. List. Is Jason Kidd up in that neck of the woods? He made a lot of dough, Jay Kidd. Jay yeah. Kidd, yeah, I don't see him. Um, but he might be somewhere around there. All right, so this guy is... This person was a clipper for a bit, though. Who hasn't been? Uh, there. Um, not, no, no, that's... They were drafted by a team that doesn't actually... I was going to say Jamal Crawford. Exists. Kind of does. Kevin Durant. No, Kevin Durant. He didn't play for the Clippers. Yeah. Where's Durant on that list? Uh... So this this guy got drafted by Seattle? No. Blake Griffin? Junior the third? No. All right, who is it? Chris Paul. Chris Paul, currently number five. He was a New Orleans Hornet. Oh, that's a good call. Okay, you got me on a But that's why it's surprising, though. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he would be that high up there, but yeah, he's doing well. I had a couple of email. Mario actually got up and uh, got some of the email. Yeah, breaking news here. Uh, is Eli in New York and the Hall of Fame the same as Derek Jeter in New York and unanimous as the Hall of Famer? Uh, so many players who were far better in smaller markets. Ken Griffey Jr., Cal Ripken Jr., et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, New York overrates you, overcovers you, overexposes you. Absolutely. But it's not like Jeter doesn't have the resume to be one of the greats of all time. He is. Eli's not one of the greats of all time. He's, in, he's been a, at times, great quarterback, but he's a, at times he's been an average quarterback to, to maybe a good quarterback. Uh, but I'm fine. You know, if you put him in the Hall of Fame, it's fine. I like the discussion with it. I'm okay with that. Here's uh, Z who sends in an email. Uh, I'm going to take Eli over Dan uh, Dan Marino. He's the only one who's undefeated against Brady in the Super Bowl. As a lot of New Yorkers have told me, you can't spell elite without E-L-I. All righty. Well, Nick Foles is undefeated against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He's one to know. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Um, anything else that I need to mention here? Are we going to change the poll question, McLovin? I have another strange poll question. All right. 
Who is the one Ooh. athlete most associated with New Orleans? Is that easy? I have a few options. Who is the athlete of New Orleans? I think it has to be Drew Brees because, and it was Archie Manning for a while, Peyton and Eli because they were from there and went to high school there. Drew Brees helped rebuild a city. I mean, he, he on and off the field, he helped rebuild a city. And we thought they were going to lose their franchise. Remember they were moving to San Antonio or that possibility of leaving New Orleans? Eli, or uh, uh, Drew Brees saved that team. And they won a Super Bowl. I don't know who has been more important to their city. You know, LeBron was with Cleveland because they won that title. But can you think how many players are more important to their city? One player in, in recent history. Yeah, McClellan. Maybe because he's wearing orange or next week. Was Elway to Denver a big deal? Feels like he's Mr. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that Denver needed him like New Orleans needed Breeze. No, they didn't. But, you know, Cleveland fell has fallen on hard times. You know, that infrastructure, their businesses, they're losing a lot of people there. And, you know, Drew Brees helping, you know, after the uh, Hurricane Katrina. So I, you know, those two separate themselves because of, you know, the environment in which they were playing in or their city was kind of engulfed by. Yeah, McLevin. Uh, Pete Maravich is, I looked up a list of great New Orleans athletes. He's high up on those lists. I know he was not from there at all, but he... He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, they list him as impactful as being an important New Orleans athlete. I don't know if that's fair. Well, he was Louisiana because he went to LSU. So if you factor in what he did in college and then what he did... You know, with the New Orleans Jazz, you know they didn't win anything, but he was a phenomenon back then. Yeah, Paulie. I would say Stockton and Malone together for Utah and Salt Lake City because okay. they don't have a lot of other sports things going on. Football, baseball, college football is pretty good there, but they they kept Utah sports or Utah Jazz relevant for 15 years. I got some stats on the Super Bowl matchup here, and I was also wondering this. Uh, I spoke to a source yesterday. And he said, you know, I know you picked the Chiefs, but why do you think the Chiefs are favored in this game? He said, if I tell you who's got the best running game, who's got the best offensive line, who's got the best defensive line, who's got the best secondary? And I said, San Francisco. He said, the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs are a slight favorite is because of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is that much better, at least this is the view He's that much better than Jimmy G. That you win because of Patrick Mahomes, sometimes you have to win in spite of Jimmy G. And I said, well, I, it feels like I'm coming down to way too hard on Jimmy G, and I, I don't want to pile on him. He's done what you want. He's, he wins games. But I do think that there is a concern of a big-time situation. And, you know, you've got two great play callers here. You know, I'd say Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan might be a push when it comes to play calling. And clock management would be the one issue that I would have with Andy Reid, certainly. He's shown a propensity for not being able to do that in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, this comes down to Patrick Mahomes. And I know I was also looking at how these two teams got to this point is they avoided playing in the wild card weekend, and, and it came down to really some close calls. If the Patriots don't lose to the Dolphins, then what's Kansas City's path? If San Francisco doesn't stop Seattle at the one-yard line, what's their path? 
I mean, it's that close in how they got to where they are right now. And it was almost something that wasn't going to happen if you look at how, you know, this, it could have played out at the end of the regular season. Yes, Fritzy. The spread is also interesting because if the Chiefs get up to another slow start like they have the last few games against that Niner defense compared to the previous teams, they're not coming back necessarily 10, 17, 24 points against them. Well, not 24. But if you said they're down 10, then, I, I, then they could come back from that. In the first quarter, they can come back from that. They've shown that they can. But, yeah, if you look at what Kansas City does well, Kansas City has Mahomes. You know, tight end's a push. George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, that's a push. The collection, maybe, of wide receivers, you would give Kansas City a slight edge there. Certainly with Travis Kelsey, or uh, with uh, Tyreek Hill. But Kelsey and Kittle, that's a push. You So you have Tyreek Hill and you have Patrick Mahomes, Right. Yeah, McLovin. Bleacher Report's Mike Freeman had a, put out a story where he uh, surveyed five people, three assistant coaches, two NFL executives, and all five said a Chiefs blowout, which shocked me, that story, because all the Vegas people are going back and forth. The Vegas is not viewing it that way at all. People well, think now the line will come down. I think it's up to two now. Is it really? Yeah, I think well, it went one and a half to two. I blow, think. But that story seems crazy that people would say it's a blowout. These are the reasons you said it. And, and Freeman quotes someone saying it's all because of Patrick Mahomes, just as you said. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to get mentally tough. Trevor Moad, he is the mental coach and an author of It Takes What It Takes. How do you teach an athlete to be mentally tough or tougher? How do you teach one of your clients, Russell Wilson, to be able to be mentally tough after throwing one of the biggest interceptions in the history of of the Super Bowl. We'll talk to Trevor. He'll join us coming up. It's 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, it's Paulie Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. We've got an awesome podcast to tell you about today. It's the big podcast with Shaq. Of course, it's big. Tune in every week as Shaq and his crew cover sports, entertainment, and a lot more with Shaq. That's the only way the diesel does it. The show is full of laughs and amazing stories. Stay tuned to the end of this episode from a great clip from the big podcast with Shaq. Then be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcasts listening apps so you don't miss an episode stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over right now thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the center for innovative gyn care are saying the same thing i shouldn't have waited waiting to treat a gyn condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse fibroids will grow endometriosis will spread why are you waiting the cigc specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex gyn conditions you don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. We're going to get mentally tough here in a couple of minutes. Russell Wilson's mental coach, mental conditioning expert, Trevor Moad, renowned mental conditioning expert, and uh, has a book out that uh, it's called It Takes What It Takes. He's going to find out how soft we are and how to try to rebuild our confidence here. I mentioned that the Niners and Chiefs did just enough to avoid first-round buys, and that proved critical in them getting this far to the Super Bowl. Last four games of this season, three of which the Niners won, they were decided in the final seconds. And, of course, 
Week 17 against Seattle. They're inches away from a loss. Uh, Jacob Hollister got tackled right at the goal line. The 49ers would have lost the NFC West and then gone into the postseason as the number five seed. Instead, you stay away from, uh, you know, thanks to tiebreakers and the Saints, you know, you got home field advantage. Kansas City, they were able to get a first round bye, but it wasn't easy. They won four of their last six games, and then they got a little help against the Patriots. They finished 12 and four. They would have been the number three seed in the AFC, but New England lost to the Dolphins at home. Kansas City leapfrogs the Patriots and ends up with the number two seed in the AFC. And then the Ravens lose. And then all of a sudden, Kansas City has home field advantage. Now, the reason why that's important, the last NFL team to play on wild card weekend and win the Super Bowl, Joe Flacco and the Ravens back in 2013. The Niners and Chiefs, will meet for the seventh consecutive Super Bowl between teams that came into the playoffs with either number one or number two seed. So home field advantage is truly that home field. Uh, six of the eight Super Bowl champions between 2005 and 2012 didn't have a first-round bye. Since then, it's been nothing but number one and number two seeds playing through the conference championships. Uh, right now, I believe the point spread is two points for Kansas City. Check out the DP Show store. Great stuff on there. We got our uh, Patrick Mahomes. What's up, Mahomes? T-shirt that's available. Also, we have some calendars that are still available, 30% off. DanPatrick.com or the DP Show app. Are we ready to chest, uh, t- test our mental toughness? Yes, Paul. Is anyone, anyone in the room worried that he's going to tell you something that's going to maybe should help you, but more like get in your own head? Mm. You know? Where it could be like, oh, I didn't know I had that flaw or that fault. I think we're in our own heads, Werder. Uh, Trevor, come on in. Trevor, Trevor's written a book. Look at you, all dressed up, got a you suit and tie on. You know, Russ, Russ told me to put a suit and tie on. So no, you look good. I look a little bit. Yeah, but you I look got, out of I got to get everybody. I got to. This is going to be. A, we're going to engage a little bit today. Okay. All right. So I got to get everybody right. something. One of these things. Okay. So, Todd, you want to hand out uh, whatever? I got I got to keep one. I got to start here with you, DP. All right. Oh, it takes what it takes. The mindset manual, and it's got our pictures on the cover. It's got your pictures. Yeah. Why winners win. All right. Uh, explain what your job is, Trevor. Uh, pull that microphone. If you guys can uh, help him, one of the camera people, make sure. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. Uh, explain for the layman what you do. Well, I guess the only real consumer-facing brand that people kind of in general would know would be sort of Tony Robbins. And, and, and I would say what I do is probably a lot different than that. But, but my job really starting at IMG, the sports agency, IMG Academy, and then ultimately going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, then Alabama, then Florida State, then a lot of places is to really focus on how to help our, our really good players get better, but, but how to help people get out of their own way psychologically. So I'm not a clinical psychologist. Like if you said, hey, go down and help Antonio Brown right now, I would say I would be, you know, better luck playing in traffic than helping him. Who is the one, what was the, the biggest challenge you had with an athlete or coach? Well, I'd probably say the, the early challenge I had was the running back Fred Taylor. Um, Fred Taylor, yeah, when, when Coach Coughlin originally hired me, um, he wanted to play all 16 games. And, um, you know, he, he really didn't know how to unpack that. And, and, and I think what you figure out, and, and I think the book talks about this, Dan, is, 
is how do you learn to do simple better? You know, Joe Madden talked about it all the time. How do you do the basic things well? Fred wanted to play 16 games. We found out uh, two days into it that there were 17 guys on the Jaguars that had, that had played two contracts or were going into three contracts. This is back when they had Keenan McCardell, Mark Burnell, all those guys. And all Fred wanted to do was play 16 games. If you remember his nickname back then, it was Fragile Fred. And that's not a good nickname for a no, running back. Not. And uh, so we found out that of the 17 guys that had played two contracts, there were two common denominators that all of them had. They all showed up at either 6.30 in the morning or earlier, and they all took ice baths at the end of the day. And so we sat down with Fred. We said, all right, if you commit to doing this for the rest of the year, we think this is going to give you your best chance to play all 16 games. He's like, well, what am I going to do at 6.30 in the morning? I said, I have no idea. There must be something these guys do, and I don't like ice baths. We'll, we'll create aqua socks for you. And ultimately, it's amazing, but something simple like that. Fred played 46 games in a row, ultimately retired with you know 11,500 yards and was just short of Jim Brown. And, and it's the basic things. I think, how do you unravel little things like that? But you had Russell Wilson, who's a client, of course, friend of the show. He throws the interception in the Super Bowl. Yes. They're going to win their second. Yep. And then he throws the interception. Yep. How do you unpack that? And build back up. Maybe you don't need to, but no, you 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 need to. I think what people don't know is the the most televised event in the history of the United States was Mash. You know the Mash finale. Yeah. When in the final two minutes of that game, and Andy Staples, who's a friend of the show, I know who 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 wrote this, who wrote the book with me, um, 124 million people were watching the final two minutes of the the New England Seattle game, the most televised moment in the history of the United States when Russell throws that interception. Um, so it's a big moment. And what he did was he went back and he watched film and he evaluated it and did what he normally did. But the only thing we controlled, Dan, was the offseason. So we said we got to get out of Seattle because Seattle's having a really difficult time controlling this thing. And we got to go down to San Diego. And the only thing that we control is having the best offseason of your career. Now, what I did was I put together every fourth quarter comeback that he had played, been a part of since high school. So I had over 35 fourth quarter comebacks. And every morning in the offseason, we watched a fourth quarter comeback. So it reminded him of who he was and what he was all about. And then we hired you know, a, a great strength coach and one of the top trainers, had a great offseason, and ultimately he threw 35 touchdowns, seven picks, and had the best season of his career following that year. You've advised Nick Saban? Yeah, yeah. I spent eight seasons at the University of Alabama and one season with the Miami Dolphins. Now, do you have to help Saban with confidence or are you helping his players with confidence? Well, one of the great things about Coach Saban, which I think was different than Coach Coughlin, was he utilized a lot of different people. So there were six different sort of mental experts helping the University of Alabama program. Six? Six different experts. And, and if you think about right now the 132 college football programs Nobody has anybody, and Alabama had six. And, and nobody knows it because it's kind of a unique value proposition. So I was one of many pieces. Yeah. But my job was kind of like that workbook you have in the summer. We would have, uh, when you lift and do seven-on-seven, seven, every week, twice a week, we would do mental conditioning, and we would just teach our players the fundamentals of thinking. We would study. Is this visualization? Well, we don't really teach the power of positive thinking or meditation. Oh, okay. What we've learned is that negative thinking is the killer. And if you can minimize negativity, then you don't need to be more positive. Can you be overconfident? I think you can be overconfident. I think that would be called grandiosity. Um, when, when, when you expect, maybe when you're 
expectations are ahead of your training. You're um, delusional. You would be, I don't know, delusional would be probably different, but but you, you expect more than your body's probably capable of the output. Um, the book is called It Takes What It Takes. How'd you yeah. come up with that? It takes what it takes. Well, so I was working with the Memphis Grizzlies, and I was having a conversation with Vince Carter. And um, we were sort of talking about three players who had, who had been arrested and that were struggling, and he said, how many of those guys that play college football want to play professional football? And I said, you know, to be honest, at Florida State, Alabama, Georgia, any of these places, probably seven out of ten. And he said, you know, isn't it funny that they think they can do whatever they want and still be a professional athlete? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm 38 years old, and there's only a limited amount of things I can do and, 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 and play at 38. You know, I can't dunk as much now because when I land, I, it takes me longer to get back, and I can't eat fast food after different things, and I have to lift the days of games and all the different things. And I said, well, what do you mean? He sa- I said that there are no choices. He said, choice is an illusion. It takes what it takes. And so that there's, okay. a, there's a finite way to be good. To be good at what you do, it takes what it takes. You don't have to do it. But to me, what I've seen, Dan, in 18 years is average people become average through average aptitude or through average behavior, not average aptitude. Like Russell, Russell has a really good aptitude, but his behavior, what he does, when I first met Russ, he comes out to IMG Academy. I meet him with Chris Winkie. Remember Chris Winkie, the quarterback? Yeah, we go up and we meet him. And I'm like, at first 10 minutes, and you had to be this way. I'm like, is this dude for real? I still say it. Right. I'm like, I mean, he's, he's so polished. He's so buttoned up. And he told, he knew everything about me. He said, I know you worked with Drew Brees 11 years earlier. I want to study everything that Drew did. I want to know, you know, all the different mental things. I want to know how he answered every question being under six feet. And, and then he met with me three times a week in addition to, to doing all the things normal combine guys do. It was, it was incredible. It's, uh, the book is called It Takes What It Takes. Trevor Moad is uh, joining us here. Uh, he's a renowned mental conditioning expert and strategic advisor. I, if you were going to do a test on it, is, is test the right word? Yeah, well, so, so there's, there's two things. It'll be an exercise, okay. but there's, there's probably two things. We'll do one, but probably the biggest stress skills we're seeing right now, Dan, is, um, and my goal, Russ said, my goal is I've got I've to do a good enough job to be the official mental conditioning consultant for the Dan Patrick oh, Show. Oh, okay. So, so I, I've obviously got to wow. earn this thing. Wow. So this is, this is, again, now, but our, our premise is you don't need to be sick to get better. So you guys are already really good. So our job is to help you get better. I mean, I think everybody here is pretty strong. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do one of the things that you would do at the NFL Combine day three if you were getting ready for the draft, if you were one of the 300 people invited. Okay. So has everybody got their book? I got my book here. Okay. So, now, so we're going to have to ultimately eventually get into where we're, we're, we're going to partner, but I want you to turn to page 14. Page 14. Page 14. Now you're going to have... I'm already nervous. You're going to have this thing called Test 1. Everybody see test one. It has all the numbers between one and 99. Concentration test one. Concentration test one. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 30 seconds. When I say go, I'm going to give you a starting number. Now, I know how some of you got through college, so keep your eyes on your own paper. But I'm going to give you, does everybody got it right now? Hold hold your book up so I can see y'all. Oh, boy. Okay? So you have to have a pen in your hand. Okay? And when I say go, I'm going to give you a starting number. That number might be 77. You got to find 77. You got to put an X through 77, and you got to find as many numbers in consecutive descending order. Okay, you're going to have 30 descending. Descending order. So, anybody go to Florida State? 
Okay, I don't want to challenge you. If I say descending, I know you might get a little bit nervous if I say any four-state Seminoles here. But 77, the next number in consecutive order would be what? 76. 76, okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to move out of my desk and, and engage a little bit. I'm going to watch you guys. Uh-oh. But, but, but You know what? Let me take a break here. Take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll get ready. We'll get everybody when mentally you, ready. Yeah. Can you handle a break? It's going to take us at least. How, how long will it take? It's going to take to do all three. It's going to take us probably about two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. Let's go. Let's do it now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when I say go, I'm going to give you a starting number, and you've got to find as many numbers in consecutive descending order, okay? Yeah. So test one, we're starting right now. We're going to start with the number 99 and go. My live mic work? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. So I'm going to tell you 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds. So 25 seconds remaining. Good God. There is a 97, Dan. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to find the damn thing. 15 seconds remaining. I'm going to need you. Are you sure there's a 97 on here? Yes. Five seconds remaining. And stop. Okay, you come up here. I need, I need right now, I need everybody to get a partner, turn to test two. Get a partner, turn to test two. Come on up here. Come on up here, brother. You're going to partner with Dan. All right, so uh, why don't we do front row and back so row? You're gonna, yep, so just, just slide over right next to him. You're going to go over here and partner with Dan. All right. Okay, you're going to look at Dan. So when I say go this time, all you're going to do is lean over your partner's shoulder. One of you is going to watch him on test two. So you're going to watch him, and then you're going to switch, and then you're going to count for the other guys. So put your hand if you're going to watch your partner first. Okay? This is the exact thing you would do at the NFL Combine day three. Okay? So when I say go, I'm going to give you a new starting number. Yep. You're going to lean over, and you're going to watch your partner, and then we're going to switch. But I'm not okay? So next, next thing, we're going to start with the number 68 and go. We're going descending. Consecutive descending order. All right. Is he supposed to be helping me out? Nope, you're just watching him. Oh, okay. Uh, I had it. 20 seconds remaining. God. <laughs> 10 seconds. Very good, and stop. Switch partners. Okay. Here you go, brother. You're going to watch GP right here. You got mine. Terrible. GP's going to watch you. Okay, next partner up. Exact same exercise. We're starting with the number 51 and go. 51, let's roll. 51. Is this test three? Test two. two. (laughs) You're on test two. You're not to test three yet. We're almost to test three. 51. 51. Lean over his shoulder and count for him. 51. 51. 51. 51. <laughs> this is terrible. 15 seconds remaining. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a reason why this is confusing. Consecutive descending order. There is a 48. Five seconds. Very good, and stop. Jeez. 
Now, this time we're going to do something we call trash talking. Your job is to do everything you can to distract your partner from finding the number. You cannot physically touch them. We're in the hashtag, the hashtag world. But my job is to do everything I can. We get to test three to distract you so I can yell. I can make as much noise as I want. First of all, make sure you write your score down on each of the top two. So how many of you crossed out on the top two? So write down your score. So Dan, write down your score. Yeah. So now your partner, your, what's your partner's name? Grayson. Grayson. So you're going to do everything you can. I'm going to help you to distract Dan from finding the number. Okay. So that means you can, you can yell, you can get this in his face, you can do whatever you can. Uh-oh. And we're gonna, this is all connected to the power of concentration, which is the most stressed skill in 2020. So put your hand up if you're going to talk the trash first. Great. You're talking yeah. the trash first. <laughs> okay. Okay, this time, test three, starting with the number 41 and go! West Virginia University. Where are you at, DP? Was it 41? Or 41 is the number. 41 is the number. Don't think of 38. Come on, Grayson. you got to get there as loud as Don't you can. Do everything you can to distract right, them. Dartmouth isn't really Ivy League. Yeah, 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 Eight, I just went. Seven, to, I went I'm going to up. I'm not going down. Five consecutive order. Four, three, <laughs> two. Oh my god! One and stop. Tell uh, your partner how many he got. I was horrible. Four. Okay, next partner up. All right, Grayson, you got to go this time. You got to go this time. Next right. partner up. Last time. Oh my god! This time we're starting with the number thirty-one and go. Who calls their kid You're Grayson? Gray? Everything you can do. Let's go, Grayson. I can't believe that. Why don't you go get me breakfast right now? Let's go, Grayson. Where you at? Don't think of the number 45, Grayson. 25 seconds. You're righty. Are you ready? 25 seconds. You're soft. 20. Nobody likes you around here. 18. 17. 16. 15. 14. 13. Good. Give me something to drink. 11. 10. You're going to fail six, miserably. Six, this is going to be so embarrassing. Four, People are going to laugh at you forever. Tell your partner how many he got. You got four. See, you do? He did the same as me. Way to go, Gray. It's like six. Yeah, get out of here. Okay. Six banger. It's got to be actual. God, it's only count the ones All right. Trevor, let's. Take a break here. We'll, we'll come back. Take a break. We'll yeah, come we'll, back. Yeah, we got we to gotta, we gotta regroup here. Y'all survive. God, this just brought back bad memories of high school and college. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and see how we did right after this. When it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. See what he did there? Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a non-wedgie guarantee. No wedgies, comfortable stay-put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. No bunching, no riding up. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country. Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. 
for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Once again, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Sorry, we just, uh, it wasn't a test. It was, how would you describe what we just did, Trevor? Well, it was, it was sort of um, an experience of, of, of kind of like a game, kind of like a series of moments. Basically, you had the exact same assessment that you took, um, and you took it three times. And what was, you had to find numbers in consecutive descending order. How many of you found that, that your results were a little bit different, or it felt a little bit different each time you took it? Anybody in that situation? I was far better with the last one. You were far better with that? I, I was more comfortable with somebody yelling at me. Okay. Now, there's just a, 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 a couple basic truths, and this is what we were always focusing on at Alabama, Florida State, Georgia, U.S. Army Special Operation Command, the fundamentals of thinking. Like, what are the basic truths? The simple fact of the matter is you can only think about one thing at a time. So as Russell's going through that final drive, Russell focuses on three things. Russell Wilson. Great, Russell Wilson. Great balance, great fundamentals, being engaged. Okay, so you can only think about one thing at a time. So when your mind is focused on the next number... We got about 45 seconds. Yeah, when your mind's focused on the next number, you're most effective. When it's focused on the person yelling at you, you can't because you can only think about one thing at a time. So in this exercise, the only thing that changed was the environment. So if you think about sports, what's constantly changing? You're playing in front of coaches, you're not. The combine is the ultimate thing. You're playing, there's no, there's no crowd. Just stopwatches. So you can only think about one thing at a time, so the environment changed. What's a good number on these tests? I think if you can get six, seven, or eight. We only did 30 seconds. Normally we do 90 seconds. But, but the goal was if you're focused, so the last time when you went, Paulie. you were focused on the next number. Yeah. So if you can keep it on the next number, not the other thing. 
Trevor Moad, the book is It Takes What It Takes, How to Think Neutrally and Gain Control of Your Life, available online wherever books are sold. The uh, mental conditioning expert, strategic advisor, and uh, Russell Wilson's mental coach. Trevor, thanks for coming in. This was a blast. Fascinating. Thank you guys for giving me the opportunity. Stuff. You fixed us. Now look at us. We're new men. Find out next hour. As promised, here's a clip from the big podcast with Shaq. I do want to start with this gem from Skip. Skip. Oh, uh, it came to it came from, uh, from By the our way, main do you man. Believe Monty. any of the rumors? About uh, the show dissolving and that Skip might going to ESPN. Skip might go back to ESPN and be with Stephen A. Uh, I've learned in, in media usually when there's a rumor, there's, there's a little bit of truth, some to, truth it. to it. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll happen, but it's probably been talked about. Uh, Monty at our Gmail sent this over. He is singing the praises of Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, oh, and he's awesome. and this one just gets away from him. It's like the quickest little flick release. Right. And again, I'll be the first to admit, doesn't look the prettiest, but it comes out so sweet and fast and hot. <laughs> Number one spot. Clinching playoff spot right there. What does it do? Uh, it comes out so sweet and fast and hot and hot. Man. Damn. Damn. By the way, by the way. fast and hot. By the way, can we even B-Dog, even B-Dog and I could find something to agree on. Lamar Jackson is must see. Oh, he a video game. You know, you know, how, you know how Madden you hit the uh, circle button and you I don't spin. Know that, he spins. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's must see TV. Yeah. And and to think right now, all the great young quarterback talent that's out there. Mm. But Lamar Jackson, do your thing, baby, because so many people doubted you. Where Mahomes wasn't doubted coming out. Everybody was doubting Lamar See, Jackson. That's my point. They set him up for failure. What is he doing? And oh, he's killing he's showing up. Thank he you. Is, and yeah. he is so much fun to well, watch. Well, well, the thing is, they adjusted See? to No, they adjusted to his talent. They did. They did. They, they absolutely did. Mm-hmm. The same, by the way. Because they want to win, and you have to adjust. No, no, yeah, but plus, he's a leader. Work, plus, he's, he's a playing. leader. 